0: Welcome to the Birds vs. Boys podcast, episode 145, heading into wild card weekend. We've broken into a few segments for you this week since the Eagles do not play, but there's still some content to talk about with them. So coming up, we have our Cowboys preview with Vacation Kevin. He is live in Turks and Caicos, so it's a very interesting setting where he is literally outside with the palm trees in the background uh, and the happiest place you possibly could be, most peaceful place you could possibly could be. It does not take away the negativity of how he feels about the Cowboys, so you will see that there and how we're feeling about the game just a few days ahead of their Monday night matchup versus the Bucks. And then I did a YouTube special that we're going to turn into an audio episode as well, talking about the Jalen Hurts uh campaign and case for mvp that may have been hindered by his injury and why it should not be hindered by his injury then of course we've got our power rankings in the end we are doing a playoff version where we're going to rank all the playoff teams for you so we have all that as always likes and subscribe on youtube anywhere you can find podcasts you can subscribe as well and then tiktok twitter we are constantly pumping content out and obviously, this is a huge time for us with both of our teams in the playoffs. So without further ado, here it is, the Wild Card Weekend episode of Birds vs. Boys. Chris Hansen here, and I'm going to need you all to take a seat right over there and check out Birds like vs. Boys.
1: I think you're completely right here, and I hate it. Yeah.
0: Stop doing dumb things. I got two phones. Hops on alert. Hops on alert. I might go insane. I think you're already there. There's no hope. Hope is gone. If this was an AFC North podcast, we'd be done in 15 minutes. Bob Hope. I'm going to drink bleach. That is the team you promised me you were going to be this year. This is the Consciously Hopeful podcast.
1: I'll be watching. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode, I think it's 145, might be 146. I don't know. I'm on vacation. I'm in Thursday, can't go, so I can't keep track of... number of episodes but i'm here it's gonna be quick because i'm on vacation like i said with a baby at the beach so aiden i know you don't know a lot about that but leaving your wife at the beach with a baby for a long time is a no-no
0: i know all about the beach i don't know anything about babies or wives so i kind of have the best of both worlds where the vacation is when i have the most time i could record every day if i wanted to because all i have to do is sit on the beach and drink coronas Mm -hmm. like you have right there
1: that's now just add uh, sunscreen for the babies, feeding the babies, pooping, those kind of things. Just add all that together, and then that's your vacation. With the Oh,
0: waves. well, here's the thing I do know, look at me, I know a whole lot about remembering sunscreen. <laughs> so that I have yeah, plenty yeah. of experience with. Yeah. I'm sure my kids will
1: have. All right, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, first thing. Hello, this is my mother-in-law uh, walking with a drink back to the room. But so first thing, what I've learned here uh, in Turks and Caicos is they love football. I've met Dolphins fans, I've met Broncos fans, all that live here on the island. Very strange. Um, did not know. I thought they'd be big, big soccer people. Big, they uh, are big basketball people. But football, NFL, is their number one sport to watch and enjoy and consume. So. Um actually ran into someone who pointed me out on the beach saying, You have a TikTok. So make sure you follow the Birds source Boys TikTok because we are live even in Turks and Caico. So Aiden, um, I'm gonna be quick with this, but the Cowboys since we last recorded, Eagles won, yes. locked up the bye. First round, oh, congratulations to you. You don't have to play, play this weekend. Uh Dallas Cowboys looked possibly the worst thing looked us awesome. um if you're a Cowboys fan like me you kind of expected that right rookie quarterback sam Howell. i was like here we go and they just they just didn't show up right i don't know how much you watch of that game
0: uh not a lot but i've seen and heard since and uh, i was kind of worried about their motivation levels to begin with knowing they had a good sense that the Eagles starters might be able to handle the uh, Giants backups, and thus ending their chance at winning the division. But it, I mean, it definitely I, was sloppy. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't crisp in any sense.
1: Motivation is one thing, but Dak Prescott going being ten of thirty at one point like that's that's beyond motivation. That's just it shit. was.
0: Yeah, I was about to say it was like. So I don't really subscribe to the whole momentum thing. I think when the Eagles won the Super Bowl like that just wasn't a thing like we we played the starters for two series at the last week of the season the week before uh, on christmas i uh, we barely beat the raiders like it was bad like we weren't playing our best football by the end with backup quarterback but you're right like it it was so bad like it was the didn't they set a record for the amount of three and outs that they had
1: yeah yep and like the defense just looked terrible that that left new CB2 position since Anthony Brown got hurt, it's been a complete disaster. No other team has let up more 20-plus plays than the Cowboys in their cornerback two positions since Anthony Brown going down. We now saw that Traylon Mullen, who they traded, or they who they picked up on the waiver wire, he's not the answer because he was getting beat like a drum, whether he was impressed, whether he was off. Receivers were just getting by him all day. So um, Cowboys are going to have to figure that out and figure that out real quick because Tom Brady's coming fast and furious Monday night.
0: Well, it, well, here's the thing. the the best part about it is at least Tom Brady only throws it like four yards to his checkdown at this point to his running back, so you don't even have to worry about the deep shots. So yeah,
1: uh, until until he played Carolina end of the season and all of a sudden you know Mike Evans had 700 yards receiving, so like that's what I envision. Why why would a goat like Tom Brady not test that bad cornerback position? I feel like that is going to be his go-to all day long.
0: Yes, and uh, I hate to keep bringing up the Eagles Super Bowl, but that's just the easiest example for the show. If you remember, they started the second half, and they were just like, all right, we're just going to throw it to Gronk. It doesn't matter. Like Another classic example of that, I don't remember if you remember the Steelers-Patriots game. Might have even been that same year, around that time frame, when Gronk was in his prime, and Brady just targeted him all the way down the field. He didn't throw it to anybody else. So uh, I can very much see a veteran Tom Brady just being like, I am throwing it to Godwin or Mike Evans or whoever gets stuck on, on CB two, and I'm just going to I'm just going to bully the the cornerback two position. Just, which is I how mean, Tom Brady is so good is he takes advantage of matchups.
1: One hundred percent. Look out there, find Trayvon Diggs. Okay, I'm not throwing there. Even find the rookie Deron Bland. Okay, I'm not throwing there. Wherever whoever's out there is it Nashawn Wright? Is it? I mean now they're now they're saying Xavier Rhodes. Start. What like, year is it? Into the practice squad. Like, they have, they have, uh, McKenna, yeah, I, exactly. They have, they now have Xavier Rhodes, Alexander McKinney, uh, oh no, uh, Madison, excuse me, both cornerbacks. They, they, the amount of like old, the tack McKinley, uh, Antonio Callaway. the amount of guys from like 2012. That they now have on their team, they would be all stars 11 years ago. They would be winning the Super Bowl. But now it's like, okay, we don't have an answer, so we're just throwing old all pros at. at the, let's see who can anyone stick. Because no one. Yeah, there.
0: yeah. They're just throwing uh, washed up veterans at the at the fans, seeing what's gonna stick at the wall and see what sticks. Um,
1: can, you, can you stop a pass? Maybe. I don't. Maybe I could play.
0: I I think it's just one of those stopgap things where they're just like. We'll try to figure it out. The one thing I I was going to ask a question if Deron Bland could play the CB2 position, but I don't think you would even want him to in this situation because Chris Godwin spends a lot of the time in the slot. I'm assuming Bland will just be following him.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, there, there's been talk about that. that I believe they think he can play out there, but it's, it's also the thing like he's a rookie, right? And he's been so, I don't want to say dominant, but succeeding very well in the slot position, why are you going to take that away? Like, at least you're good there. Keep it good there. So I think it's an option, but I think it's an option that they don't want to try and test, even though, like I said, it's uh, Xavier Rhodes, uh, Boston, Ben Fat, Traylon Mullen, Alexander Madison, me. I, I mean, I think the flight to Tampa from Turks is only like, an hour and 45 maybe two hours so i mean i can easily be there and play. yeah i'll pull well,
0: here i'll be honest i didn't know where turks and caicos was i'm too poor to even know where that was we literally had to look it up on a map uh i think we we're in the group text also yep. this whole rocky mountains thing no clue i'm so glad that other people didn't know where the rocky mountains extended to um your scenery is all time when you just take a picture of that and then just use it when we uh, when you come back, and we'll just use that as like your screensaver behind it. So I,
1: keep, I keep saying we're at this resort. There's like, there's like no one here. I keep saying this is a movie set. I don't think it's real. There's no one at the pool right now. Oh, there's two people sitting lounge That's
0: it. Maybe you're liking one of those. Like I was, in, I was in, I was the
1: pool yesterday. And yeah, I it's a, it's literally. I think it's a movie set. There's people on the beach. The beach. Uh, I would bring you down there if the Wi-Fi was. The Wi-Fi usually works down there. I th- my 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 phone got wet. Apparently, we had a, we rented a boat yesterday, and then it wasn't charging. So I had it in. Right, it's we've had it's been a great time. A lot of lot of drinking, but um, uh, back, back to the back to the Cowboys. The other things that scare like this game terrifies me, Aiden. Like you know me that I'm usually the pessimistic Cowboys fan, but but tell me I'm yeah. wrong here that this no is not setting up perfectly. It's setting up perfectly, Aiden. I mean, the Cowboys are not good everybody's saying you know tom brady's done he's washed tampa's done cowboys always do this the cowboys are a three-point favorite in tampa tom brady is a three-point home dog in the playoffs he's going to fucking go wild so it's
0: almost too perfect the fact that you guys are monday night football it's the entire country's going to be watching. It, it's an way. isolated Ate. game. It, we know how it's Tom Brady versus a team that's never beaten Tom Brady that has a, a bunch of other playoff failures on top of their resume, on top of the fact that they haven't beaten him. It's like setting up too perfectly for failure. Every talk show is like, "What's wrong with Dak? Is he the worst quarterback since Johnny Manziel?" Like this is it's too much. It's getting to the point where a team that won 12 games absolutely blew the doors off the vikings who were the three seed just what a month ago a little over a month ago are now becoming this team that should just be like oh who's who's picking first the texans the bears and oh the cowboys like it's gone too far we've gone too far to the extreme yeah and it's just it's uh, to this point like i'm like guys there is a reason that the buccaneers only won eight games I I l- listen. I, I'm gonna be rooting my ass yep. off for the Buccaneers, which will backfire probably in a week on me. But still, it's almost gone too far.
1: So I I agree that there's a reason the Bucks only won eight games, and I think that's a lot of that is injury. I mean, Chris Godwin was coming off the injury; he wasn't fully rounded in shape. Their offensive line was in shambles. They lost Vita Vea for a while. Logan Ryan was out. Guess what? Almost all of them are coming back. I True. mean, this is this could not be the worst time ever to have your center hurt when you're going against Vita Vea. Either the Cowboys are going to have their starting center coming off a high ankle sprain in three weeks going against Vita Vea, or they're going to be having a guy who's played center twice in the NFL going against Vita Vea.
0: Um, I wouldn't trust a perfectly healthy Vita. center against Vita Vea.
1: No, I don't like. Tra- I don't like uh, Jason Kelsey against Vita Vea. Like it's just, yeah. he's an animal. So. That's a disaster. Logan Ryan's back. We know the Cowboys' weaknesses in the past game, right? The, besides C.D. Lamb, like Michael Gallup can't get separation right now. Um, Noah Brown can't get separation. They're, they're relying on, again, another, I don't want to say washed-up veteran, but older veteran in T.Y. Hilton to be like all of a sudden that 1A option. Um, so – we're if C. 30-30. Lamb gets shut down, and I what I believe that the what, amen, um, what I believe that the defensive scheme is going to be for the Bucks in this game is choke out the Cowboys' run, which yes. we've seen is very possible in big games. Right, uh, I feel like a stat line is going to be like Zeke's going to touch it seventeen times for thirty-two yards, and Pollard's going to touch it for fourteen times for I don't know twenty-four yards. And you're going to be like, oh, okay, that's why they lost. Because Dak had to throw it 47 times.
0: I think it would be very reminiscent of – remember not the season opener this year, but the season opener last year. Remember how they kind of used Zeke as a blocker and kind of just passed it the entire way down the field? I feel like they might turn into that, but this year they don't want it to be that. Last year they were comfortable with doing that and they were able to move the ball – and score, and it would have been fine if you guys had a kicker who could put anything between the uprights, and they probably would have won that game. But this year, I feel like it's more like, you're not trying to do that. The playoffs are a chess match more than anything of like, this is your weakness, here are our strengths, where do we balance out, what do we attack? You see that so often, where you're just finding the, the attack point. And I feel like that'll probably be the case where it's just like, all right, Aside from C.D. Lamb, who can help us? And then aside from Trayvon Diggs, who can shut anybody down?
1: And you speak, you're speak. you speaking of finding the weaknesses and, and the game plan and and strategies. That's another thing right now that's terrifying me because Kellen Moore is going to be interviewing for the Panthers head coaching job. We know now that the Broncos, again, are all over. Which we thought we're going to hire him right now. I know that that, that, we're all in on the playoff game. I'm doing my job now. But you have an opportunity to become a head coach in the NFL. I think you're going to be putting a lot into that process.
0: True, but they have to look at it with this mindset. They have zero chance at that job with a super genius boy wonder coach like Jonathan Gannon out there, who is the hot name who will absolutely get a job because he has never screwed up in his entire life as a coach. So your guys have no chance if Gannon's name is in there.
1: Good. He's actually J- Jonathan Gannon. So good. He's going to be the head coach of two NFL teams at the same time. Yes. He's I would love to see them
0: play job. each other. The completion percentage yes. would be 84, and 92.
1: It would it would actually be like that Cowboys-Bucks uh, opening game last year where it was just like teams just airing it out both ways.
0: Down the field, yeah. I, it was a 7-on-7 seven seven. offensive line. We're like, yeah, you guys want us to do anything? No? Okay. <laughs>
1: we're good. So it's just – I don't know. I'm terrible. I first, I hated it that it's Monday night. When the, when the schedule came out I and I saw that the next morning because I hate it. I just – one, I'm old. I don't like – I'm over night games. Like I don't want to be up till midnight and then be miserable the rest of the night and then, you know, back to work. It's just – no. But I hate everything about – I I have – listen to this, Aiden. You, you actually saw the biggest win of your life against Tom Brady. I, I've never seen a win against Tom Brady in my life for my team, ever. So, I mean – cross my fingers and, and hope for the best. I guess that's all I can do, but like I don't know. The X's and O's, I just, I just don't see it right now. Like like I said, the Bucks are rounding into form health-wise. Those receivers, I, I know that Trayvon Diggs likes to go against big-bodied receivers more than the small, shifty-speed guys, so like a Mike Evans type of matchup works better from him. But like you said, it's like, okay, Chris Godwin. Yeah, Deron Bland's there, but it Again, this is his first start in the playoffs as a rookie. So they always say the, the game speeds up a little bit more in the playoffs. It's a little bit different. You're also going against Tom Brady. So he wasn't a starter week one when the Cowboys played Tom Brady. So he didn't play in that game. Um, I also like playoff Lenny. The Cowboys' run game oh, yeah. or run defense has not been great, but they should be getting Jonathan Hankins back. They should be getting Leighton Vanderesh back that should help the run game but at the same time in big spots we know what the cowboys run defense does and all of a sudden Leonard fournette turns into the hulk in the playoffs. so i don't have much faith when i saw the line that the cowboys were favorites i hated it i hated every second of it i hope that line completely shifts and all of a sudden tampa becomes a seven-point favorite um i know everybody's gonna say well you know vegas knows yeah, Vegas also knows that idiots like to bet on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys fan base are idiots, and they will put as much money as possible on the Cowboys. So if they're favorites, they're going to make a lot of money. I
0: I uh, I try to get you off the negativity a lot of times, but I nope. this time it was just like I agreed with nope. it too happening. much. It's the perfect. I know it's the perfect storm. It's it's playing against Brady in the playoffs. It's being on the road. It's the Bucks finally getting healthy. They haven't been healthy. I don't know if you remember. Didn't their center? If I if I remember correctly, multiple people got injured on the first day of training camp. Like it was the first day, and then a few days after that, Tom Brady was like, "You know what? I'm going to take some time off. I'm going on vacation." Yeah. Like they haven't been together as a team all year. Now yeah. they finally start to be. there. he was. Yeah,
1: Brady was here. I, Brady was like, "I'm." Brady was like, "I'm going here for a little bit." Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he he would have been you'd have been like, oh, who's down by the pool? Tom Brady. <laughs> so I think in this I sense, so yes, wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah, Tom. I thought you were supposed to be a worker. I thought you were supposed to be a worker. Oh well. <laughs> but can I say multiple we we'll things on on like a on a positive note before we get out of here? Like, if you could look at positives oh. for the for the Cowboys. One, I think the the criticism of Dak Prescott has become, like I said before, just like with the Cowboys, too extreme. He's not a bad quarterback, one. Yep. He can hold his own in a game like this. He will. Uh, two, Todd Bowles. Is he a proven commodity in the playoffs? Probably not. I don't know if I trust the, the Bucks coaching staff. There are certain things about the Bucks that I do not trust. So I don't think it's because crazy.
1: Because you trust Mike McCarthy so much.
0: I don't either. It's a stoppable force meets a movable object. <laughs> I, I, I might, though. I might trust him more than Todd Bowles. Okay. okay. I think that says more that, about mean, Todd Bowles. I think but you're I just mean. doing this
1: because you're you're scared of playing the Bucs and you'd rather play the Cowboys.
0: I would rather play the Bucks. I'd rather play anybody with the Cowboys. You would okay. Yes. The cycle matchup-wise, I, I genuinely believe that the Eagles could beat the Cowboys. It's the psychological torture of that whole week, just like the yeah. thoughts of losing to the Cowboys would torture me. Just like you getting to your first NFC championship in my lifetime by beating us at home as we are the one seed. I could not handle that situation. So I'd rather I'd rather play the blocks. Also, just real quick. I can quick, handle that. I can handle I, that. You know, yeah. You're playing with house money at that point. All right. Point. Um, so my, um, yep. I was just going to ask one quick question from me and then your final thoughts in the game. The other two wild card games, because we're talking about who the Eagles could play. Do you think the Giants or Seahawks have any chance I'm of in, winning their matchups? All
1: right. So I'm not going to lie. I'm on vacation. Giants are playing the Vikings and the Seahawks are playing who? Yeah, the 49ers. I paid no attention. I want that to okay, be the not, video. No. no. We were locked in. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, I, got, I got here and I tried to watch the games on Sunday and they were blacked out on my TV, so I couldn't even watch. Um, no, I think maybe the Giants. The Giants played well. Uh, we talked the Lance Meadow about that. I mean, they played well against Maybe they could keep it a, a game. I think before they drop the Seahawks, are you know, oh. it cut out. Sorry, oh, wifi. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I think the 49ers are going to drop the Seahawks. But, uh, my final thoughts on the I, I honestly, Aiden, I honestly think the Cowboys are going to be lucky if they score two touchdowns in this game. I think this is like a, a 13 point. I think it's like a 27-13 win for the for the Tampa Bay Bucks. I really do. I think they're going to choke out the run. I think they're going to they're going to suffocate Zeke. They're going to try and contain Pollard. That's going to force stack into throwing the ball 47 times, and these receivers just just aren't going to get it, be able to get it done. So I hope I'm wrong, but I've seen this. I've seen this too many times. Um, but I also think that you and I should do another teaser video uh sunday have a drop sunday monday leading into the monday night game since you don't have one uh and also because my arm is very tired
0: all right i'm 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 down with that we'll see if your mindset changes before then i definitely ha- I, I have some thoughts but i don't know which way i'm leaning yet so by sunday i will definitely have it in i have my uh Vonte mac no matter what card played where i think i know how this game goes i'll keep oh. it for sunday um, in the meantime, Kevin, enjoy vacation. Hold
1: on. Uh, hold on. Look you see that. that right there? In the, you see, hold on. You see, that is my that is my little baby in the water, actually, right there.
0: What's going on, everybody? Aiden from Birds vs. Voice here, coming to you with another YouTube episode on why Jalen Hurts should be the NFL MVP. Before we get into it, make sure to like and subscribe. Huge week for us, obviously, with the Cowboys and the Eagles in the playoffs. Eagles at the bye week, but a huge, huge, huge. Monday night football primetime matchup Tom Brady versus the Cowboys. We'll have a full episode breaking down that game, the playoffs in general, and just the storylines going on with the Eagles as the one seed. So let's get into it. Jalen Hurts, NFL MVP, obviously stock and Jalen Hurts as the MVP took a severe blow with the injury, missing two games and then kind of finishing out the season just trying to get through the game with no injuries and playing a vanilla, a very vanilla play style and Didn't really give you that Heisman moment flair that you'd want from the MVP campaign. But still, I think there's a legitimate case for him, and we'll get into a few reasons why. Even that absence that he did have, maybe that even boosted his opportunity to become NFL MVP. So if you look at it, it's probably a two-horse race. So we're going to be talking about Patrick Mahomes a lot because you'd probably say if it's not Hurts, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there's any argument here or anywhere that Mahomes is the best player in the NFL right now. If you're starting a franchise tomorrow, slate white clean, it's a fantasy draft, you have the number one overall pick, you are starting your franchise with Patrick Mahomes. Let's just get that out of the way right now. But this year and this year alone, the step that Jalen Hurts has taken to elevate this Eagles team with his play after a year where they were almost running the ball in fear of him throwing, the way he came back and led them to a franchise record for wins has to play into this MVP campaign. So if we look at the stats first in terms of why he should be MVP, we have to go with the numbers. That obviously plays a huge part in the voters and who they think should be MVP. So he was top 10 in a lot of the meaningful categories, completion percentage, passing yards, QBR, interception percentage. He was actually uh, the one of the highest, second highest. He had he was tied for 31st with only five interceptions, which is great to see, decision-making, accuracy, two things that we were, uh, we'll, we'll say, critical of going into this season of Jalen Hurts. 35 total TDs, 22 passing, and 13 rushing. You have to think, if he plays the full season and plays full 17 games, and maybe he wouldn't have because they would have locked up the one seat if he had the chance to play earlier, he would have probably surpassed 4,000 passing yards. He probably would have had 40 total touchdowns. Um, it was an Eagles record for total yards in a season by a quarterback, so that was great for him. 300, or 3,700 passing yards, 760 rush yards, so, uh, and he also set the single season record for fantasy points, if you care about that. So he could be fantasy MVP for you this year if you won your championship. So there are stats there where he was top 10 in a lot of the statistical categories. Um, he was top five and top two in a lot of them before the injury. For instance, passing yards, a few, a few guys passed him, I believe Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. But again, Jalen wasn't really playing, and that's what kind of caused you know guys to catch up. Now, those guys did have one game canceled, so this kind of could balance out in the end. Um, but still every meaningful statistical category for an offensive weapon, he was top 10 as a quarterback this year. And that was a huge question mark coming into the season as if he could actually be a top 10 quarterback. We knew he could be one of the best athletes at the quarterback position, but accuracy throwing, using his arm to make plays instead of his legs. Could he do that? Well, I'd say with two receivers over a 1,000 yards receiving, one of them setting the receiving yards record for the team and the other one setting the total receptions record for a wide receiver uh, on the team as well, probably answers that question about you for Jalen Hurts. So I think the stats are there. Patrick Mahomes is probably slightly ahead of him. He's definitely ahead of him in passing yards, passing touchdowns, things like that. But they probably even out with the rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns. And then obviously with Hurts missing time, that plays a factor or else they'd be balanced in the end as well so stats are there um and they kind of match up pretty well with Mahomes he's probably a little bit less than that though but I think where you really start to find value is in the storylines I talk about this in the NBA all the time are we doing most outstanding player or are we doing most valuable player if you're talking about most valuable player you would probably choose Jalen Hurts again we talked about it at the beginning patrick mahomes is the best player in the nfl he is the most outstanding player in the nfl which has kind of been what offensive player of the year has become in the nfl it's the guy with the best stats who's not the most valuable player and usually is just like the guy who's not a quarterback who's the best but in this situation we're talking value well jalen hurts was 14 and 1 as a starter They were 0-2 without him, including an anemic performance against the Saints where they mustered up 10 points at home in a game where they could have clinched the one seed. And there had to put him out there in week 17 or week 18, I'm sorry, their 17th game to clinch that one seed, even though his shoulder wasn't fully healed because they didn't trust that their backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew, could get it done, even with all of that talent around him um between the dual threat ability and the leadership of Jalen Hurts I just find it hard to believe that there is a player who has more value to a team this year than, than Hurts Mahomes is awesome but that foundation has been there and it's been there for a long time they were good before Mahomes even showed up because Andy Reid is a hall of fame coach they were great with Alex Smith Mahomes put them over a top that took them from good to great but the foundation that the Kansas City franchise has had for quite some time is pretty remarkable you look at the past two years for the Eagles one it was that anemic year where Hertz was a rookie and they brought him in for the final four games just to see if he had anything and then last year they did make the playoffs at nine and eight but they were the seventh seed again they were heavily reliant on the run and then they played tamp in the playoffs and just got absolutely demolished Nobody has made a bigger leap in the NFL than Jalen Hurts as a quarterback from his first year starting to his second year starting. To be this 9-8 and eight team where they're running the ball and they're almost this glorified triple option that you see at Army and Navy in college to turn into this team that takes deep shots, teams that gets everybody involved in the passing game to a point where Eagles fans are now complaining that we throw the ball too much and have done a complete 180 from the last season where we're now throwing the ball too too much with Jalen Hurts and even Gardner Minshew too I just don't think you can look at the leap that they've taken from this 9 and 8 team fringe playoff team to legitimate Super Bowl contender franchise record and wins one seed in the NFC and it all starts with Jalen Hurts as the quarterback and I think that leap is probably what gets Jalen Hurts the MVP nod over Patrick Mahomes where you've, you've seen that you've seen the sustained success that they have. Well, the Eagles didn't have sustained success until Jalen Hurts took the leap as the passer. The value in that has taken this franchise to the next level from fringe playoff team to Super Bowl contender. And then the last point as to why Jalen Hurts should and could win MVP actually doesn't even have to do that much with Hurts with at all. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is as we've mentioned with every single one of our points before the chiefs fans are in the comment is the best player in the NFL. I don't think he's the most valuable player in the NFL this year, but he is the best player. Now, if you're an NBA fan, you're a basketball fan as well. You probably remember in LeBron's prime, he won a few MVPs, but what was like the running joke and just not even really a joke, but just the inside kind of like tip of the cat nod that people would do and NBA media voters would do is, LeBron was so good and so valuable that it was pretty much like a a given that, yeah, LeBron's the best player alive. He's the best player in the game. So who's the most valuable player? That's not LeBron. Because if we just chose the most valuable and the best player every year, we would just be choosing LeBron every single year. So they almost discounted him as the NBA MVP and gave it to other guys in that stretch because LeBron had become so good that nobody else could win the award. Well, we've kind of hit that point with Patrick Mahomes. If you just looked at passing yard stats and passing touchdown stats and the team in general, Patrick Mahomes is so good that he would win the award every single year, and it's not really that close of a competition. So that may impact the voters where they're doing this thing the same as they did with LeBron as prime. We're like, all right, yeah, it's, it's LeBron, yeah, we know. So who should actually win so we don't give the award to LeBron every year? The NFL is at that point. All right, we know it's Mahomes. We know he's the best player in the game. So who are we giving this award to? Because we can't just give it to Mahomes every year. And this year, it would be Jalen Hurts, who would probably finish in second place. And if you discount Mahomes, he's just discredited, which is crazy logic, I know. But it helps our guy. It helps Jalen Hurts. Then Hurts would be the NBA or NFL MVP. And I think that will play into some of the voting this year. I don't think the stats are probably there to back up Hurts compared to Mahomes, especially in terms of passing. He's played less games, which obviously influenced the stats. But the value you saw in the leap that this franchise took, and then the fact that voters are just kind of doing this thing anybody but Mahomes, because we can't just hand it to Mahomes every single year. I know we've given it to Aaron Rodgers the past two years, but at the end of the day. You could have given it to Mahomes these past two years as well. So I just kind of think that's where we're at and why Jalen Hurts could be NFL MVP. I hope that he is. I hope that he is Super Bowl MVP as well. We'll see with that. So again, uh, big show this week for us, even without the Eagles playing, because we've got injury news, including Jalen Hurts and then the Cowboys' huge game, Monday Night Football. Tom Brady, Cowboys, you cannot beat it. This is working out really well for this podcast. We might get a divisional round matchup between us two. So make sure to like and subscribe, and we'll see how the awards play out. They will announce the winners ahead of the Super Bowl in that week between the championship games and the Super Bowl. I believe it's the night before the Super Bowl. They do a big award show, so we'll find out if Jalen Hurts is the guy. If I had my vote, he'd be the guy. We will see. Ranking every NFL team in the NFL playoffs this year, starting from 14 and going down to one. You guys ready? So ready. All right. At 14, I have the Dolphins. I think they'd have a chance if they have Tua. They are a long way from that. So with Skylar Thompson, I give them absolutely zero chance against the Bills.
2: At 14, I have the Dolphins. I think with Tua, they have a chance. I think with Teddy, they have a prayer.
3: And I think with Skylar Thompson, they should just stay home. Uh, at 14, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. Without Derek Carr, anything is possible.
0: <laughs> That's true. At 13, I have the Ravens, C, comma, Dolphins. <laughs> at 13, I have the Giants, C, comma,
3: Daniel Jones. Uh, thirteen, I have the Dolphins. C, comma the last. Oh, I wrote a joke. <laughs> yeah, you, you. That was terrible. Twelve. Go ahead.
0: At thirteen, I have the At Ravens. Twelve.
3: At
2: twelve. Oh wait.
0: Never mind.
3: <laughs> we made it two. We almost did. It's
0: pretty funny though. I think we're off to a good start.
2: We're keeping all this in. Let's just keep. Yeah. This is fine. Cut, cut it out of the TikTok. This is fine for YouTube.
0: <laughs> At twelve, I have the Seahawks. I'm actually rooting for them. I think they have a chance. If not for anything else, then usually in the NFL, when every statistical category is against you, it usually just flips
1: and you actually win.
2: At twelve, I have the Ravens. Um, Lamar Jackson is going to be a Patriot in a couple of months, so that's so all you need to know about how that game is going to go. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, at 12, I have the Ravens. They're going to have to pull off a miracle, and then maybe they can get Lamar Jackson back, and that's a
1: lot of maybes. Uh,
0: at 11, I have the Chargers. I don't see how Brandon Staley doesn't do time in a federal penitentiary after this. One of these days, he'll figure out a week 18, but I guess it's not going to be this year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> at, at 11, I have the Seahawks. Uh, Gino, it's time
3: to write back. Uh, At 11, uh, continuing with the theme of teams that don't really have a quarterback, I have the Giants.
0: At 10, continuing with the theme of teams that don't have a quarterback, I have the Vikings. I think they're the most uh, favored team to get upset this weekend in wildcard weekend.
2: At 10, uh, continuing the theme of a team who doesn't have a quarterback, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
3: Uh, and uh, at <laughs> 10, I have the Jaguars. Uh, they're just like my whatever team, like whatever.
0: At nine, I have the Giants. I think they're good enough to beat the Vikings, who I had at 10, and that's about it. So they're at nine. Just simple math on that one.
2: <laughs> that's good math. Uh, at nine, I have the Chargers. Um, Brandon Staley played his best wide receiver until he got hurt last week and now his best wide receiver will not be playing in justin Herbert's first playoff game so prison for
3: sure mm-hmm. Yeah, nine i also have the chargers i don't know how you do that they'd be so much higher
0: if they just rested just rest it was a meaningless game yes at eight i have the jaguars i think they're a team that I don't think they could win the Super Bowl, but if they did, everyone would be like, okay, well, that was fun. You know, they're just like a perfectly above-average team that is fun to root for.
2: Uh, At eight, I have the Jaguars. I think the Chargers and the Jaguars are the same team, except for Brandon Staley coaches the one from the West Coast.
0: And Doug Peterson is a Super Bowl champion.
2: Uh, I was was thinking, like, I could coach – the jaguars to win over
0: Brandon also staley, fair so. you don't need to win a super bowl to outcoach yeah, Brandon I staley
2: just don't think it's that hard
3: <laughs> uh at 8 i have the bucks uh tom brady can probably still win a football game but also i still, i have them at 8 so probably not <laughs>
0: At seven, I have the Cowboys. I think they are set up for monumental failure. They haven't won a road game in the playoffs since 1992. They've literally never beaten Tom Brady. They are on the national stage on Monday night. They have not been doing an NFC championship in my lifetime. It just feels like everything is written against them. But then again, the NFL, when that happens, that's when you win.
2: Uh, at seven, I have the Vikings because Justin Jefferson is probably – He's not going to win it,
3: but it's probably the MVP. Uh, at seven, I have the Cowboys. Uh, if they could win. They might not. They're just the Cowboys. You know exactly what's going to happen.
0: At six, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just because it's Tom Brady. Um, they're finally getting healthy. They've been unhealthy since day one of training camp. So, like, maybe they have a chance, and I just respect him. I don't know. It seems like a reach at six, but I trust him more than – a lot of these teams playing with the backups.
2: Uh, at six, I have the Cowboys. Um, they should beat this Bucks team. They should. It's going to be really funny when they don't, but they should.
3: I'm hitting the Team of Destiny range of my ranking. So at six, I have the Seahawks. I just feel, like, I feel a run. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> They're finally going to shake
0: Germany off after five weeks. <laughs> They went there, lost the Bucks, and never recovered. Uh, at five, I have the Bengals. They have not lost since November. That's it. They have not lost. They never lose in November, December, January. They just don't. So uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, what else is there to say? Like, they just haven't lost in the wintertime.
2: Uh, at five, I have the Bengals. They haven't lost since November. It's the wintertime. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase,
3: waiting and said. Uh, five, I have the Bengals. They haven't lost since Bengals' season started. Team of destiny.
0: At four, I have the 49ers. I I loved Brock Purdy, and they're on a 10-game win streak. You can apply the same logic as the Bengals, but there's something weird. Like, they're they're just too hot. Anytime you circle a team in March Madness, you're like, that's the team that's going to make a deep run. Never do. So I don't know about the 49ers. I don't know what it is. I got a weird vibe.
2: Uh, I'm a little scared we're all about to have the exact same final uh, top 5 but oh. I have the 49ers. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe in Brock Purdy but I just don't know, like uh, who they're not going to have like a real team until they play the Eagles in the conference like championship. So like
0: I'm sure Brock Purdy to.
2: can steal one.
3: Don't
0: don't do that. Don't. All right. Guys. Don't think thus. All yeah. right.
3: cowards. Uh, at four, I have the 49ers. Uh, Brock Purdy is a backup, but also he just seems like that Cinderella backup. I've been saying it. You can just see the run.
0: Who would ever have a Cinderella backup story? That sounds ridiculous. Yeah. At three, that's hard, that's hard. I have the Eagles. <laughs> uh, before Eddie jinxed them, maybe now I have them at 14. But no, I think this. nobody needed a bye week more than the Eagles just to get healthy because when this roster is fully healthy and fully loaded, they can beat anybody in the league. Like if, if Jalen's healthy, if Lane's healthy, CJ's back, like Josh wet has a neck again, it's it's go time. I'm very excited.
2: Uh at three I have the Eagles. Um I feel like either Jalen Hurts is significantly better than even I think he is, which I think he's very good, or this team is due to get upset immediately in the playoffs I, I know they've been good all year i just i have a funny feeling about it um, i'm in philly now so i am rooting for the eagles i don't have any ill will i'm a nice guy now <laughs> so i'm hoping the eagles gonna uh, pull it off they just... always
0: say that they say everybody who moves to philadelphia becomes an extremely nice level-headed person
2: i just want to i just want to party on broad street with the boys that's all
3: fair enough uh, at three, I have the Eagles because putting them any lower just feels blatantly disrespectful, and I refuse to put them any higher and jinx them.
0: Correct. Coward. At two, I have the Chiefs because they are the Chiefs. That, That's just another week of us correctly putting the Chiefs there, right? So we
2: aren't going to have the exact same list. At two, I have the Bills. Um, I feel like if you were, like, writing a movie, like, it's clearly the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. But we do need to remember they are the Bills. So
3: let's keep that in mind. Yeah, sure. We didn't just watch them get smacked for 20 years. We don't know. Yeah, no. I remember, um, I remember all of it. Uh, at two, I have the Chiefs uh, just because of the Chiefs.
0: At one, I have the Bills. I think between the Bills and the Chiefs, you probably have a talent toss-up. Then you factor in, the Bills might be the most motivated team in NFL history, considering how last year ended and every event that has unfolded since that point for Buffalo. I don't think there has ever been more motivation for one singular sports team since Team USA took on USSR in Lake Placid. At one, I have the Bills.
2: Dude, I did not see that. I did not see. I didn't see that coming. That that. All right. Neither did the USSR. <laughs> that threw me off. I can't. Lie. That that took me for a spin there. I didn't see a miracle on ice coming through <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> at one, I have the Chiefs. Uh, I don't want to have the Chiefs, but Patrick Chiefs. Mahomes kind of is that dude. I don't know what to, else to say. I, I Bills are the Bills, so they can't be won. Sorry. One, I want to have the Bills.
3: Uh It just feels like their turn.
1: <laughs> Let's hope.
3: We've just, we've just done the rounds of all the good teams winning the Super Bowl the last few years. It just feels like the Bills' turn. Like, they've just been waiting. Now it's their turn. It'd like be that really like awkward the if we get a Bills' Super Bowl. It. It'd be real awkward if the Bills get upset by the Dolphins this weekend. Oh, that'd yeah. be so, that'd be silly. That'd
0: be 14 silly. 14 versus Ricky. one. Oh boy. Two. We would look dumb. And that's never happened before.
2: Not that's before. also true.
0: Um, All right. Yeah. Any Any final comments before we submit this TikTok to our editor? Damn. Damn. Wait.
2: Damn. Wait. Him. Oh, <laughs> there it is. You're probably, I'm not doing it. <laughs> if I'm doing it, it's not getting done.